0: All right. Well, hey, welcome to uh, Blank Bodies. Uh, this is our Thanks first bonus episode. Uh, we're going to have an interview tonight, and we're joined tonight by uh, some of the guys from uh, Dark Druid, uh, Prince William by Night. You guys want to introduce yourselves?
1: Hi, Here's I'm uh, Dave Legan, aka Silvanov, the Dark Druid. I'm the uh, storyteller and progenitor of this nonsense and uh, leader of the merry-go-round or dumpster fire, as we call it. <laughs>
2: yes, and I am a promotional and media rep for Dark True. My name is Michael Walsh. You can find me online on the interwebs at fentrue thirteen ninety nine everywhere.
0: Awesome. So, um, one of the big things is you guys are recording right now for your second season, right? Yep. All right. uh Do you have a release date for that?
1: Starting in August, starting in August, we will get our, our first episodes out and we're going to try and get them out either weekly or bi-weekly with, um, we'll have plenty of material, fear not. We will. We are happily fielding the the uh, fires. <laughs>
3: Everything is happening in August, it seems. Yeah. Except Gen Con. <laughs> yeah, not this year. <laughs> Except, Gen Except Gen Con. Uh, right on. So is there, what is the kind of general feel of the, the story or the campaign you guys are doing? Like, what's the, what do people expect when they click on your things? Go ahead, Mike. Um, you were a
1: spectator before you were a player.
2: Yes, I was. Uh, so I didn't actually start with the campaign until the end of season one. But basically it takes place in the county of Prince William in Virginia, uh, specifically in the Manassas area, uh, where season one goes over a coterie that's investigating shenanigans that are going on in Camarilla. Um, At the tail end of it, there's basically a overhaul, which I won't get into spoilers so people can actually catch up and catch on. And then for season two, uh, based off of events from season one, we take a much more smaller streetwise approach that focuses on a story around the hekata around a hospital in prince william okay awesome
1: a good summary oh. i like that yeah we should can that you didn't hire me for nothing.
3: i mean you're, right. you're, if you guys need clips we'll make it work yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but uh that's awesome so um you guys uh, do all your, you stream um, your premieres on Twitch, but you do the um, pre-record everything beforehand, right?
1: Yep. And then we bounce it off to YouTube for long-term storage and availability.
0: Awesome. That's, that, that's, I like to do that. Um, I personally have never participated in a uh, like live stream game or anything like that. But uh, I, I tend to like uh, kind of the ones that have a little forethought like that to them a little before. Because um, I listen to them a lot at work, and sometimes if they're not a little direct, I get like distracted. I'm like, "Oh God, what happened the last 20 minutes?" <laughs> so I think I like that format a lot.
1: We didn't start that way. Let's just what we became a out of season one's lessons and trials and tribulations and learning. Oh yeah, um, we weren't even we weren't even streaming to begin with, let alone recording. We were just getting together on Zoom, and this was a group that. I got brought together because my hometown tabletop game at my home fell through. Thank you, COVID. Um, (laughs) So that kind of changed from that to here and it's evolved since that. And partway through the the first season, we went to actually streaming it live on Twitch. Um, People seem to like that. We had fun doing it. It was an absolute cluster fucking dumpster fire from start to finish. And it was fantastically fun. I had a group of great players the entire time. And now we're at season two. We've learned some things, figured out what not to do. I think we all do that. Oh, yeah. Um, And we think we got a pretty good, pretty good plan put together this year.
0: That's always a really good feeling. I know the, I know the learning process personally. Uh, we just, uh, on, as of recording, we put out our fourth episode today. And uh, recording that episode, we, uh, we learned quite a bit. Uh, we had to cut it short the night we were recording because we had an emergency uh, drive to the airport to pick someone up who lost their ride. Um, and then we had to try and pick the episode back up a second night. And I think we've decided to never record one episode over two nights again. <laughs> if that ever happens, we're just restarting. Because what was supposed to be, we aim for about an hour an episode, but uh, I right. sat down and realized I had four hours of content from for one episode. So that was a that was a fun editing day for me. But you know, you live and you learn.
3: But Benny uh, lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by true. the way, if you guys want to steal Benny as an NPC for your game, like we have them as a free one, so if you just want to torture them, go for it. <laughs> Don't
2: tempt us with a good time. That's why I
1: have no idea. I already have it in, it's yes. it's already there.
0: Oh, it fits yeah.
1: right into our current story. I won't tell you much more than that.
0: Okay, There's, I'm so excited somebody internet City.
1: famous has uh, unfortunately been embraced by the almighty La Sombra.
3: Speaking of clans, uh, what clans what, what are all involved in your game?
2: So for season two, <laughs> yes. um, the preview we can give you is there's several Hakata members. There is a heavy Lasombra influence. And there's a couple of Malkavians with a couple of other people scattered in between. I feel our show is something that's really unique for several factors. One, we do have a main core cast. There's also a reoccurring role cast, and there's also a special guest contingent. So um, at any time, you can have between, like, five to seven players. Um, and the format that we're recording is, it's an hour and a half to two hours each episode, but we try to record two episodes each session. So we can prevolve people in and out. Um, and we have a pretty good surplus of players in stock that all have extremely good storylines. We did a bunch of research as far as auditioning people um, and being able to reach out on multiple platforms through social media, through discord, uh, through Instagram. And I feel a, another factor that stands out for us is not only the diversity of the actual players, but the um, experience because there's multiple storytellers on cast also there's at least four storytellers. So even if uh, say David can't do something for a prolonged amount of time, I or somebody else can step up to take over that role and there's enough people to fill in to continue other people's stories.
0: Okay. So, do Tons he, of vignette uh,
1: opportunities and what have you.
0: Yeah. So do each of your storytellers kind of have their own separate stories they're running or do you all kind of work together on one, like ongoing?
1: We're definitely working on a main storyline and the other storytellers are running things like if a player wants to tell their story, their background, they want to tell how they connect to so-and-so they run those scenes for us and get them all recorded. They, they paint the pictures in their own styles uh, the players even have the opportunity to step up and take a swing at the ST bat. Because there's so many great STs in our group, we can handle the mechanics if someone wants to just tell a story. And I think that's a unique opportunity that a lot of people don't, don't uh, get a, a chance to do because, you know, it's stepping up to that big plate. You know, it's like, oh, I want to ST, but I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know what? Knock yourself out.
0: That's a, we got that's you covered that's a really cool opportunity too to have a big enough group where anyone can like, Oh, if I have something I run, run, I know I have players and people who I have already been playing with that I can step up and work with.
1: And it's and, consistent with the
0: story. Yeah. And it kind of uh, reminds me of the way a lot of TV shows are, you know, done just because like they have a head writer, you know, you watch the credits and the individual episodes might be written and directed by random people. And you don't read like, uh, I think it's, um, the uh, new Star Wars show. Every episode's a different director and writer, and they have one overarching. So it's cool to be able to have other people kind of put their own spin and take on your world you guys are working on.
2: We do have a shit ton of collaboration, and everybody gets along. Um, it's a very good group of individuals. And like I was telling you guys earlier before we started, our primary goal is to expand out the fundamental values of a family and being able to cross promote have people um jump into our shows us jump into their shows it can only increase everybody's proct- productivity
3: all for diy collaboration yeah you, you cannot tell that we crawled out of some gutter somewhere <laughs> in the midwest we're like wait we want to do spooky things now
0: Yeah, uh, we talked about it a little bit on one of our early episodes you but heathens. Uh,
3: I know. Absolutely.
0: No, we all ran a house venue for a couple of years together in college. So I've seen probably the most terrifying things in my life were in a basement we co owned. Yeah.
3: Nice. <laughs> That's just, oh god. We had,
1: we had a place called Keguamo. Oh, yeah? Um those were actually the letters of the phone number. So okay. even if you couldn't remember the phone number, as long as you could remember Kegwamo, you could always get there or get a ride home from one of our LARPs. <laughs>
3: Nah. <laughs> that is so much more smart and creative than anything we ever fucking came up with in Indianapolis oh, yeah. <laughs> most were just like just name is something gross because we're funny and edgy and like that was the extent of the thought
0: yeah the, the <laughs> first house venue we all lived at was just called this house
3: oh no oh, I nice. lived at secret location oh. beforehand okay. which that was a it was like a Victorian era uh, funeral home that got turned into a house and then just people went and snuck the glue there so- <laughs> <laughs> Oops. We
1: also had the House of Ill Omen, and now we have the dumpster fire that is Prince William County.
3: Hell yeah. There you go. There you go. That's great. So, what was next on our itinerary? Oh, oh. yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Just a kind of a general question for the two of you. Um, How did you guys get into Vampire the Masquerade? I know it wasn't really either of our first role playing games, but.
2: It was actually oh, my first.
3: <laughs> really? Wow.
2: Yeah, I'm an old fart. Uh, So I started between 95 and 96 uh, and I got into very early editions of Vampire and specifically World of Darkness. I didn't play any like fantasy D and D stuff till like 2007, 2008. Um, I got into mostly other genres as far as like old West, Deadlands, outer space with Palladium rifts, uh, fate. Uh, My story style is very, um immersive and to less dice to more storytelling. So I get sucked into those style systems even though I love and I absolutely got hooked on Pathfinder 3.5. I got done doing a 13 episode stream uh, for second edition pack last July till October with Evandale of Prebles of Rasic. Um, which I absolutely enjoyed, uh, but a primary portion of it had to be done on Hero Lab because it's a lot of numbers, it's a lot of crunching, hell of a a lot of fun. Um, It was also my first time jumping onto Foundry, uh, PTT, which I highly recommend if you have a system to keep up for the the maps are incredible. But uh, I always came back to World of Darkness, specifically Vampire. That's been my
3: primary. And, I got
1: uh, hijacked into it. it.
3: You yeah, hijacked? Okay. That's almost I, everybody I, I know.
1: <laughs> I was getting off from an evening shift working as an armed officer, and I went to my local coffee house where I like to stop and get coffee and was assaulted on my way in by a couple of pretty girls who were like, hey, you want to have some fun and come do us a favor at the same time? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> So they talked to me as I was going and asked me if I knew about role-playing. I'm like, oh God, really? Because I've been doing this since like 1982. Um, I was probably before you were born. I was born, born in 1982. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: I like to make a feel old.
3: <laughs> so
1: they pulled me into a, a vampire LARP game that was going on right there at the coffee house. And since I was, you know, I had been years since I'd had an opportunity to RP, I was like, hell yeah, what do I need to do? And I've been hooked ever since. I got involved with a pretty big organization. Some, some of you might remember it. It's called One World by Night. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> yep.
1: Um, I've been doing this a long time, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I spent a lot of years doing LARP. Then I was uh, off of R P for a while, uh, just dealing with the universe and life in general. And then you know, COVID hit, and we all went, "What the hell are we supposed to do with our time now?" Jesus. I can't spend it with her, I'm married to her and that's too many hours in a day for that. I forbid. Oh
2: no! <laughs>
0: we can't have
1: oh, that. she'll agree, because she'll be like you gotta have something to do. Get a hobby. Do something.
0: Stop bugging me, um, Right, um,
1: but yeah, I've always always come back. Longtime D anD D player. I've played all kinds of different games um, for years and years. I just I fell in love with vampire. Uh, one of my favorite authors is Brian Lumley. Some of you may have read the Necroscope series. Oh, Fantastic series of novels. Uh, a lot of my uh, common bad guy archetypes come from Brian Lumley's uh, vampires.
3: Nice.
1: So if that gives you an indication about this guy over here. <laughs>
3: yeah he is a character make it more ominous yes
0: i think that that's interesting because i actually owned vampire books but could never find anyone to play that with me and then i found i was like okay i guess i'll try D instead but it wasn't until i started hanging out with these guys that we were actually able to get a game going <laughs> but um vampire is definitely the
2: genre that forked off from uh the commercialism of D&D it's either you played Dungeons and Dragons or you ventured out to try other things and Vampire at least for the 90s and early 2000s before it got into New World of Darkness was on top of that list
0: it's interesting I was like I like D&D but I would say my favorite's probably Vampire and then Call of Cthulhu those are probably my two favorite I know they're Kind of diametrically opposed system-wise, but I think that's why I like <sighs> them a little bit. It's like one is nothing but like percentile dies and chances, and the other is like okay, you can get some dots, you know, six are better. It it, <laughs> yeah, it's like like
3: well, uh, let's hope you don't die, but you know, if you do pro- maybe better for everything at least yeah. for Cthulhu. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's probably better if you're dead by the end of the session. Yeah. <laughs> so you
2: said you two were based out of Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was just talking to David about this earlier about a different subject, but that's vampire country right there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, i into to lore.
2: lore.
1: L- yeah. A lot of LARPers in Indianapolis. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. Like, I, I'm friends with just knock more things over anyways no, I, I'm, sure. I'm friends with like a few people that do LARPs, but like just scheduling for me has been a nightmare because you know it's a job.
1: we don't know anything about that
3: welcome yeah. to being an adult right <laughs> and like I've had a couple of times where a LARP was like yeah we're totally interested in, like have you joined it and then they just like disappeared just just like you were just the gone and I'm like what like did I <laughs> offend much.
0: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really sure what happened to the LARP scene in Indianapolis because uh, if you look online, none of them have any sort of digital footprint since like 2013. Like all their wow. websites are broken. There's the Facebook groups are locked. Like there's no way as a new player to be like, I just want to join a vampire LARP. There, I've... Well, I'm sure there's definitely
2: going to be a resurgence um, because they're kicking up uh, version two
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, heavily. So yeah. yeah. That's going to be coming out very soon.
3: Yeah, so hopefully we can find those people and maybe be like, "Hey, you want to want to come talk to our, our internet friends? Yeah, maybe so, let us do a yeah. thing."
0: I've I've never once gotten involved in any sort of life LARP. I think the closest was uh, John, one of our other hosts, and myself used to do uh, Dago here, which is uh-huh. basically just run around with foam weapons and yep. beating the shit out of each other. So there's like no role playing to it whatsoever. They called Let's it see, a LARP, but it. Was-
3: yeah, that yeah. is
2: very heavy in the New York and PAC. I'm in southeastern New York. Okay. Oh um, yeah.
3: Oh, Yay okay. Penzig. Doesn't yeah. <laughs> nice country.
2: country, yes. <laughs> I frequented Penzig.
3: Okay. at least here I think the most of Maybe a bad drunken
1: night of honeymead has been spent at Penzig. <laughs>
3: yes. Bags, I think, I've, I've done some like LARP stuff at Gen Con, mostly Gen Con. Yeah. Yeah, just like if you just awkwardly hang out in one of the hotels in Gen Con long enough, just one of the spooky nerds will like just collect you and now you're in the game. Somebody will so, throw chops like. with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, it's just like, are you bored? I'm like, well, I'm kind of hammered in, in public. So yeah, let's Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> this can't end poorly.
1: <laughs> Our LARP ran from a 24-hour diner that upstairs was a bar for almost okay. eight and a half years. And so when we got tired of being drunk we would go downstairs and get sobered up
3: <laughs> get some fucking pancakes hell yeah that's the way to do it so we do we do have the dreaded question on our list yes mm. the, uh what's your favorite clan and why
0: mm. the old modern or chronicles You what can do, you do like?
3: bloodlines it is weird. Well, or I think I or... think I already
2: answered mine to Sarah in past conversations. I am a venture through and through. Okay. okay.
3: And, and why is that for the audience?
2: Um, I have the type of personality that I like to take charge, I like to be responsible. Um, I'm also in the New York State Corrections Department. so it kind of falls in line with my personality and things I do for my day-to- day job um it's just the type of persona that i push and i felt most natural with aventure um mm-hmm. even jumping onto this project with david um i've always referred to him and the other storytellers but i am not afraid to step up uh take ch- ch- chances take charge if i need to yeah. just keeping things organized
1: right on. and kicking our butts and keeping me moving when i'm being lazy
2: you don't have a choice. Got your editing
1: done yet, yet <laughs> Dave? Got that editing done yet, Dave?
3: That's it. Why not? Well, Dave, what? You're next.
1: <clears throat> okay, so if we're talking LARP back in the mid mid nineties, early two thousands, it was definitely Tremere. Yeah. Um, that was just. It was fantastic to play that live, you know, and and p- give people that weirdness, yeah. and aloofness, and cryptic. Really, you, are, you, you are really just underneath me And you haven't figured it out yet Let me help you um,
3: Yes <laughs> and For
1: tabletop I've really been digging uh, The NOS The Clans of Death um, Yeah, I just really dig it in real deep Especially with this guy uh, Damien is one of my chief NPCs uh, he's a lot of fun to, to voice play and get into his mindset. He's very creepy and oily and just uh
3: Yes. oh, that sounds super fun. Oh god, should we should we answer in kind? Should we be fair? Oh absolutely. Oh yeah. All right. You wanna uh-huh. go first? Just be,
1: I, it would be rude otherwise.
3: I know, right? I've always
1: Or as Damien Damien would tell you, that would be rude otherwise. Oh no. <laughs>
0: So um, I think my most common <laughs> played uh, clan is actually probably um, the Malcavians. Um, I think they're a lot of fun. Um, I love like the dementation and their ability to kind of just really shake up a situation. The last one I played was actually based on uh, Herbert West from Reanimator, and I spent the points to uh, get vicissitude. And he was obsessed nice. with, like, curing his own vampirism. So he was just making weird flesh monsters, convinced that somehow that would help him turn back into a human through science.
3: <laughs> How's Loving. that
0: go? Uh, not well. <laughs> Eternal damnation. <Yeah. laughs>
3: That's how it works. What are you supposed to do? Leave a note? Cat dead, talk later? <laughs> Cat
1: dead, traded to, to the Giovanni
3: oh no yeah no there's some you can still
1: speak to muffin
3: (laughs) yeah oh god the new hakata like rituals i'm just like oh those got spicy i'm very here for it though that they are oh god oh for myself i more times than not i have ended up as bruja in games uh i i right well, I, I, I'm really big into politics and philosophy, and that's kind of where I end up wanting to take it, but then everybody's like, we need somebody who's punchy, and I'm just like, I'm here, I'll do it. i got <laughs> doing it now. I cast uh, fist. Yeah. I really got I have into the playing... maraca of death. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's great. Uh, I really got into playing Tremere in V5 because- because the way the, the clan's fractured now, we're actually able to discuss occult philosophies in a way that I have wanted to for years in game, but nobody else would fucking engage with me ever. Because you know, the, the house is basically abruptly split between left-hand path, right-hand path, uh, like chaos magic and things with House Karna, you can get into kind of new world stuff and closed systems, open systems and different thought processes. And I, I think it's fascinating. And I, I also like that, yeah, because the pyramid's broken, we can address some of the inherent like sexism and classism Problems. and hermetic shit. <laughs> just being like, yeah, have you not noticed that in the Tremere there's not a lot of ladies in the top? I'm just pointing uh, that shit out. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go back to my nerd corner. Cool. But I uh, also kind of like I really like what's been done with the Bono Hakim. So in V5 I'm, I've been doing more Tremere and trying to do more Bana Hakim because it's just like, yeah, no, it's a, it's a it's a clan that you can now that instead of doing the kind of problematic like desert ninja thing you can get into like being a private investigator and all sorts of you know being a diplomat and doing magic and just it's opened up a lot more options within the clan that i'm just like yes do more things
0: yeah we i really like the yeah. banu we have in our current game
3: oh god uh, he's, Holy yeah, shit.
0: he's a former bodyguard for saddam hussein uh <laughs> who is now one of the main um uh Banu Kim in Chicago mm-hmm. before the uh, Chicago convention. That's what our game's working up to right now. So
3: yeah. That it's fun. Yeah, it's just him There's either he is like super onto being a guard or he's super into just flirting with every woman that passes him. He's just the most <laughs> <pleasant. laughs> Imbo. <laughs> he's either very serious or he's just like you know just like "Mm, i'm gonna write a a dark new wave song for this lady and see if i can woo her i'm just like that's not part of your mission right now but like okay i guess like roll
2: (laughs) roll for synthwave
3: yeah basically (laughs) do it now i'm just like yes so much fun all right what is next
1: not your weird. manipulation and performance please
3: <laughs> like he's literally you've got to manipulate so him into
1: believing this in the first place he's been thinking <laughs> so much perform performance
3: so he can like woo annabelle and i'm like you know what actually that's a smart political move do it <laughs> i want to see where this goes
0: <laughs> yeah my next question was i know we mentioned uh, some upcoming books um is there anything that in the new next couple books that you guys are looking forward to- looking forward to in particular i know we have sabat we have second inquisition are like the next two confirmed book as well as a reprint of the book and nod so it's already reserved
2: it's already reserved i already have a copy of it
3: Um. (laughs) Right. Uh.
2: so over the elysium virtual con weekend a couple of weeks ago uh they had an event for a trivia contest um, I actually came in second on that. Nice. So I ended We're up winning.
1: card stamps.
2: Word up. <laughs> Boom. So I actually won the Roll 20 package, um, and I won a $75 gift card. So nice. I already put in my pre-order for Sabat and second Inquisition. We actually had a discussion about book and Nod. And I was talking to a couple of people before I left the Matthew Dawkins Discord about it. Um, They said, like, besides very few grammatical changes, it's basically the same book. So um, you can pick it up, and it's absolutely for LARP or anything for streaming that involves costumes and props and immersion. 100 percent highly recommended. If you already have a copy of it, don't kill yourself. Especially with the $250 uh well, like version the, of deluxe it. Okay, yes. premium the version. And I almost
1: it was in the cart. It was in the cart.
2: <laughs> oh god. It was it. highly tempting. I but, want um, to, but I gotta I'm, buy a
3: graphics card.
2: <laughs> i definitely looking forward to the Sabbath. <laughs> uh not for everybody else's ch- ch- general reasons, because I'm not looking to specifically portray them as a PC. You can basically portray anybody as a PC with everything that's currently out as it is. Um, I'm looking for their spin of the lore, because obviously being World of Darkness fans, we come to expect with every edition, things do not make sense. And from <laughs> day one, when they were talking about the beckoning, I want to know what in the fuck is going on. And I they feel haven't the,
1: let us down on that.
2: Yeah, and I feel the Sabat book is going to open up a whole chapter on that. Yeah.
0: So uh, I'm
2: highly looking forward to finding out.
0: We, uh, we just did our next two episodes. They're a two-parter. It's supposed to be one episode, and we realized there's no way to shrink it down because it's uh, Vampire History 101 and now 102. Oh. So the first one is kind of what happens in old world. Uh, Through. <laughs> we did it. We got we, it.
3: We, I wrote a script that was like the equivalent of an American fourth grader education, like world history, where it's like, all right, Columbus showed up, uh Declaration Civil War, we're going. We're just doing highlights. I don't got time for this shit.
0: <laughs> and then the, the, the uh, whole second episode is just what they've told us so far has happened since the old edition ended. So uh, sinking my teeth back into some of that lore, I think the Sabat there is a big hole. And what's happened since like really like 2008 there's kind of not a lot of info on what happened to them that will be interesting um uh, was talking to someone else too and they're curious what if we're going to get some more amalgams that are a little more savant focused that would be really cool
2: well a couple of them did get teased um in the preview that you can get on world of darkness.com currently uh <laughs> believe they did push out a single amalgam and they put out some literature. I think it's like six pages. Um but yeah I fully agree. Um there is a major hole and hopefully they'll be able to plug it correctly as opposed to the first round of text that came out through Podiphius. Mm-hmm. Um so so hopefully being paired up with Renegade and everything going back into Justin, Achilles' hen Henhouse, it'll straighten out a lot of stuff.
0: Uh, how about you, uh, David? Is there anything in particular you're looking forward to in the upcoming stuff?
3: Definitely,
1: the, definitely the the SI module. Um, I've been I've been highlighting them off and on through season one, and I really want to push what the consequences of season 1 are on our unfortunate season 2 victims i mean players
0: <laughs> Looking forward to it. Uh, i love the second position um and our longest game as a friend group um has actually always been hunter the vigil hunter the vigil <laughs> we i started running that back in uh maybe like 2013
3: 2014 yeah like 2014 and it's been our pick up on and off again games
0: so we'll run it for a year take a break let someone else someone jump back into it so um like I love I really love I've read all the old world and I really want to see what they're gonna do with the updated version like I have a list of names I'm gonna be looking out for in the new book just to see like oh what are they up to you know um and uh, I think the second acquisition will be interesting because I think we'll get a little bit of preview of some of the other supernaturals that they haven't really talked about yet so I know Werewolf is looming, but like there is overlap between Werewolf and Mage and Changeling and the Second Inquisition. So I wonder how much of that they're going to touch into. That's what I'm keeping my eye out for.
3: Yeah, I'm very curious about the uh, politics of like how all that's supposed to work and who's stabbing who in the back. And because I keep up on the LA by night and the Seattle by night, or just like Jason, you said Pentax. I'm nervous now. Why? <laughs> Why would you say that?
1: Drop the P word. <laughs>
3: Yup. Give me uh, a six-second
1: delay and a beep.
3: <laughs> I mean, if you guys need to, that's fine. I'm already on a list, so.
1: Did you say Semi Street?
3: Hmm? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. We're that was a visual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is all good. All right. I
2: highly recommend if you guys are heavy into the SI, if you haven't checked it out already, go to Red Moon Role Playing for no Man is an Island. Um, I p- believe its second season is over. They're working on a third, to my understanding, but it is a primarily SI chronicle that has vampire elements in it. Oh, interesting. Okay actually. with um that lady gamer, uh <laughs> Clara Herbal and Yay. a couple of other extremely good th- talents over there.
3: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll have to add them to my list. I don't think yeah. I've checked them out yet.
3: I I've recommended them to you, but I think we were both so hammered that it just got completely erased. That sounds right. If it, <laughs> if
0: it was after one of our games, I was definitely
3: a little... A little, little tipsy. It was fine. All right. Uh, what else is on the itinerary my my
0: Um. So um, I noticed you have it behind you. The audience obviously can't see it, but you have your uh, artwork for uh, your Chronicle behind you.
3: It looks sick.
0: It does, doesn't it? It's fantastic it artwork.
3: Oh yeah! Oh my god, I couldn't see earlier. He's got a, like a count. Cal- He's got the count cal- on his shirt. Ah!
1: <laughs> yes, he does. Him. I love him. That ah! that would be Rico, Rico yeah. Suede.
3: Yes. Uh, played
1: by Mr. Trevor Chapman.
3: Yes. No, oh, I love the art. Uh, who this does that? Uh,
1: that would be Macabre Derek. You can find him on the Twitchverse. Um, we sent you guys a link. Um, you can find him up on YouTube at youtube.com macabre derek. I think he's got his uh, his his, uh, vanity
2: on right now.
3: Oh my god, he's
1: currently doing drawing on the macabre right now. I
3: guess we should Um, probably poke them and be like, Hey, can we put your link on the show notes for this episode? Because your work is sick and we want to share you. We highly recommend (laughs)
1: it. He will will say yes.
3: Yay!
0: (laughs) And how often do you guys release? I know you said we're going to be kicking off in august uh, Do you guys do weekly we're,
1: biweekly? i think we're trying for weekly but i mean we're gonna have enough content to uh we even had a suggestion float the other day someone i think mike was the one who said we could even run twice a week i'm like whoa whoa hoss edit
3: <laughs> oh no the, the the edit ghoul got really nervous
1: <laughs> so trevor's so trevor's quaint. taking on some of our edit duties so that takes a lot of load off too
2: Basically, I brought that up because originally our game plan was to focus on the primary cast and then have plenty of supplement cast in case people couldn't make games. Because when we first got together, uh, when I started recruiting people for my homebrew campaign called Hudson Valley by night, I have players ch- ch- drop in and out constantly. Um, th- the joys of recruiting online, you'll, you'll never know <laughs> who you meet. Um, and it's all gamut of personalities and that turned into a homebrew to a chicago by nike chronicle which we did end up recording a couple of episodes but then schedules came into play again then a couple of months went by then we all hooked mm-hmm. up again now it seems to be on course uh and we put down a couple of staples one of those is making sure that we had enough people to fill holes um but it ended up being the complete opposite now we have a lot of talented people that we're
1: choosing we to enough focus for on. Two games.
2: So <laughs> yeah. it may over time end up splitting. We don't know. So we'll see.
1: Well, but we have a fantastic pool of players, that's for sure. We have a lot of lot of fun people.
3: No, that's that's Um, uh, okay. I think we're before we leave, I was wanting to ask if you guys could give one piece of advice to a new player or a new ST, what what would you give?
1: Don't be scared. <laughs> jump, jump do it, have fun with it. You'll see when you're done.
3: Take
2: advantage of COVID and what I like to call the streaming era right now, um, especially for people that were ever afraid to perform in person. Uh, This is the perfect venue and you can pick and choose your games. And there's literally thousands of them out there. You can find them over discord. You find them over Reddit. uh, You can find them over Twitch. There's constantly people who are recruiting. Give it a try. Um, And even if the horror genre is not up your alley, you can basically play and find any type of genre you could possibly think of. Uh, but have it a try because you only live once. And it's been a passion of mine for over 25 years. Um, I absolutely love it. Uh, it's definitely drawn me out of circles that I never thought I would get out of. I'm sure you guys have heard it over this conversation. I have a speech impediment, uh, but I kicked myself in. He yeah, asked specifically to um, not only perform here, but I'm an older performer at the New York Renaissance Fair uh, mm. as a plate turn over there. Um, and just stepping up as a storyteller in general, um, you have to take chances at life or else it's, it's going to fly by Ferris Puller style really fast.
3: Aww. Oh, I love that. So, uh, pluggables, what you guys got? Pluggables. Yay. Yeah.
2: Uh, you can reach our stream starting in August at twitch.tv uh, backslash Sylvanov. Uh, the kind gentleman will post up a couple of links. You can also f- reach a bunch of us through sh- social media, specifically on there, and our tags will be listed in the credits. Um, you can reach myself specifically at Venture1399 on almost every platform. I- believe um and that's pretty much it oh and obviously macabre dark uh at uh twitch.tv backslash
1: macabre dark i'm the drk druid over on the twitch or twitterverse um pretty much everywhere else
3: right
0: um and i will make sure that uh we share on our instagram and uh, Twitter and everything, a links when you guys start getting your shows up again.
3: Yep. We'll we'll load your data into oh. our little syndicate bot and he'll figure it out. Right on. Well, I think we got ourselves in the can. Yeah. Eight. Excellent.
1: Well thank yeah. you guys for having us again. Oh. We've had a blast. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys, uh, I'm catch glad. our show.
3: Before
2: I forget, uh yeah, there stuff. is something else. Um at the tail end of our Nikki. stream, we focus on mental health specifically. Um, hey. I, could, I could tell you from personal experience that I find full playing very uh, cathartic. And I find it as my form of therapy. Um, it definitely winds me down, especially after my occupation. Um, but we heavily push it. And if anybody needs help, don't be afraid to reach out specifically. If you go onto our stream, we will be, will be providing links, phone numbers, Whatnot? Don't be afraid to reach out and speak up.
3: Hell yeah! That's right. Yeah, as I say, hopefully we should be able to like grab that audio and like sneak it in because we're all for that. Because I think pretty much everybody on our podcast has some sort of issue, yeah. <laughs> um, and we're all like, everybody yep, has well, issues. Yep. Yeah, everybody. Can I does. stamp your
2: oh.
1: human card?
3: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> if you say that you don't have issues, you're a fucking
3: liar. Y'all. Yeah, so
1: can I stamp your human card?
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know. Got to find it first. That's the first problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, right on. I appreciate it, guys. Um, I think we are good for the evening. Yes, yeah, I think so. Right on. Well, we're going to let you guys go. I hope you all have a good night. Stay safe.
0: You too. Excellent. Yeah. Good meet you all. Nice yes, to meet you too. Have yeah. a good evening. I'm excited to see you in your new season.
3: Yeah. Thank Very you.